Glory to the Ein Master Einzulgol! To great tomb of Nazareth! Let the beauty humans suffer in wrath! <laughs> oh, you're gonna make this a whole thing, aren't you? Maybe. Uh, okay, let's do it. To the final four. I'm your host Mitchell, your gracious host through the tomb of Nazari. I'm joined by my dear friend Ryan. Yeah, I'm here. The guy who uh, did not quite get sunk into the show <laughs> like I did. So we picked uh, an anime to watch for our mid-season finale, and I couldn't get through the fifth episode. <laughs> But where's your heart? Where's your soul? I think that's a reference to something that yeah, I probably didn't the even get to. The opening song. Oh, is it? The, the, the song like, like, where's my soul? Oh, okay. It shows how much I paid attention. Yeah, it's, if you didn't like a show, you didn't <laughs> like a show. What am I going to do? Hog tie you and force you to like it? That would make me a giant hypocrite. Uh, please don't get to that. Uh, <laughs> so... We're, we are going to talk about Overlord. Um, you're probably going to have a little more to say than me. I brought the books! You, you did. You brought all your books. Look at that. It's like a, it's no, no, like no. A, not, not the mangas. The books. Yeah, it's like fucking Hard, show and tell here. Hardcover. Um, but first, before we even talk about that, there's a couple things I just want to mention. Um, okay, general housekeeping. I'm yeah, not, not even so much housekeeping as... Uh, through the recording of our uh, more recent episodes, you failed to mention that you have another podcast. <laughs> no, no, not me, but some guy named M who seems talking... exactly like me. Oh, some. Oh, oh, oh. well, uh... I, I, it's okay. Uh, we're still <laughs> up in the air with the name, mostly because my co-host in that show is kind of bad at remembering names, and he's never really written it down for me so it's okay. uh, the production is like this well, this is the Jedi Dropouts we're yes. calling that production uh, Trooper and Chaos and the show we have currently going is called uh, Wasted Potential or Lost Potential Okay, it's essentially yep. a show where um, we pick like a game we pick two games so far uh, or an anime or a movie or something we both generally like and we point out where it either went wrong or how it could have been improved uh, we the first one we did was Mega Man X, which is a series near and dear to both me and my co-host in that soul, uh, show, Soul. We actually met because of the Mega Man X series. In fact, I met a lot of friends because of Mega Man X. And we actually went on about how the gameplay was fine, but the story... <laughs> what story? Yeah. There was a lot of wasted potential for that. And um, you can find it on Podbean. He's got a couple... I think one part on YouTube. He's... Much like uh, Final Form, I'm just the voice uh, that everyone comes <laughs> to listen to. All the technical work is handled by uh, my floor guardians. Ah, uh, yeah. Good good callback there. Uh, I, I just want to say, I think the, the premise of that podcast is fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I love the idea. Especially, I don't know if you're, you guys are planning on doing... Um, in the same way of... Uh, uh, we didn't intend to, but our next episode is going to be split into four parts because we rambled for four, four hours. 
we, wonderful. We yeah, it's all about uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, a game the two of us. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can see that having some length. Yeah. Got. I have at least two hundred, maybe three hundred hours alone in that game. And um, look, it's an MMO, MMORPG. Yeah. If you if you enjoy it, you will not realize how deep you are. Uh, so what I'm going to do uh, when this episode releases, yeah. I'm going to post the link yeah. uh, to the Podbean page up on our Facebook page. So if you enjoy me rambling, get ready for me rambling for hours on end, because I don't think a single episode has been less than an hour. Uh, so man. basically, if you need something to knock you out... When you, when you, get, when you get going, you get yeah. going. It happens. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's a lot better at... Uh, Raining us in in this show, I think. Although a couple times you guys on Jedi Dropouts have gone a little bit uh... left field. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's it's like our signature thing. I mean, yeah. Um, McDonald's has the Big Mac. Jedi Dropouts Productions has tangents. It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does it better. Uh, and yeah, that's that's very true. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, did you want to explain what we what you mean by mid season? Uh, well, uh, I got into it a little bit in the most recent Jedi Drop It's episode. But for those few fans out there who only watch <laughs> this show... Yeah, uh, I'm getting married in, like, two and a half weeks. Muscle Tom! <laughs> so I've decided to take, uh, all of July off from podcasting because I spend a great many hours of my life podcasting these days. Uh, so... We're call, we're going with the the current TV format mm. uh, mid season finale. Uh, this is the final four mid season finale. We just recently aired the uh, Jedi Dropouts mid season finale, and we'll be back with all of them in August. Yeah. Um. Don't worry, y'all. If you'll still hear me in places, I guess. Yeah, there there might be uh, stuff popping up here and there. If you enjoyed my top fifteen, there might be more filler episodes like that, where it's just Ooh. me, or I might have my own special guest, much like Brian had for the office yeah. episode. Which the one shots are open to anybody. Yeah, which is why I'll be using sock puppets. Ah, sock puppets. I uh, need more friends. It's like, I'm not sure how that's going to translate to audio, but. <laughs> what do you mean, Brian? Oh, Jesus Christ. So let's get into Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a way to make you want to actually talk about it. Um, I shall... Uh... I, I'm going to talk about my experience with it real quick before you explain it, because my experience is very short and yeah, brief. Yeah, like you said, you couldn't get through five. Yeah, uh, I was really into the pilot, mm-hmm. and apparently um, the premise... Like, sort of the background story to the show is what hooked me more so than the actual story of the show. There's a lot of shows like that that might get your attention more, which, ironically, most of the internet is tired of. Yeah. Uh, I just... I'm not gonna... Like, I did not dislike the show. I just... It just didn't hook me. No, I I get the impression, like a lot of other shows that I've tried to watch, that if I had turned it on and you came in, you would have watched it, but to go out of your way and watch it yourself, it's a bit more difficult. That's one of the reasons why um, I like the show Supernatural. I want to finish watching that show, but it's like 11 seasons, no, 13 seasons long, and I just can never 
like when I go to watch it, I'll see like, oh, a new episode of this has come out, and I'll watch that instead, and completely forget I was gonna watch an episode of Supernatural. Yeah, I hear you. So I'm like an episode season start of season two, and I'm like, I should really get back to that. Yeah, because I want to get to that Scooby Doo episode because that actually looked quite charming. But I did not hear about that. Yeah, they did a crossover Scooby Doo, and of course, they go into the TV. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, and like I said, it looks good. What I watched of Supernatural, I enjoyed, but. Someone has to watch it with me in order for me to enjoy it, and um, that happens to me a lot. Where I find a long-running series, I like it, and all of a sudden, I need like someone to be my co co-watcher. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we ever get rid of Colin Rider, that'll be a problem for me because <laughs> I can't finish a lot of them. Some of them I can watch on my own, like in span of an hour, before I watch all episodes at once. Yeah. And other ones, I need someone to watch with and riff with, and. Uh, Going back to that last, my other podcast, my buddy usually watches shows with me, but occasionally he'll go on and watch things without me and leave me in the dust, and I'm like, well, I don't want to watch on my own. <laughs> so he'll come back like a week yeah. later, like, hey, did you finish watching that show yet? Huh? Oh, no. I never came back to it. Uh, okay. You you, right. you uh, set us up here. So, uh, this is a story about how one man becomes essentially the final boss of a video game. Uh, we follow the story of a player by the name of Momonga. We don't know his his RL name, but uh, his player name is Momonga. And he plays an evil skeleton lord. Uh, basically, think of a more serious and badass Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also way more hands-on. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, he has he friends have been playing this one game called Yggdrasil for... Ooh, 15 years mm -hmm. and they have built this elaborate well they they won this elaborate mansion that they basically turned into this epic final boss dungeon and it looks so amazing everyone in this guild had made their characters into monsters that's their, their one rule the two rules of the guild is you must be a monster player and you must have an actual job in real life so he spends these years being the guild leader maintaining the place paying the fees for everyone he can and, of course, real life starts kicking in, and his friends have to play less and less. Some quit. Some just never log back in, and it becomes the final day of the game, and it's going to shut down. The servers are going down. Like all online games, the servers aren't forever, and he's alone. This game has been his life for the last 10 to 15 years. He'd go to work, come online, eat go back to work after sleeping and he has no family and no friends outside the game because he's such a hard worker the game has become his life so he decides to spend the last day online and as the clock counts down the server shut down he doesn't log out he's stuck in the game and everything in that palace they basically made sees him as essentially a god or the overlord and each one of them was made by one of his friends from real from the game and he treats them basically like his their children because they're all he has left of his dear lost friends and many of them have picked up some of their quirks and one of the sad things is when one of them, when a couple of them start arguing he doesn't see the characters he sees their creators instead as shadowy figures and it, his heart's broken he has nothing but this game but I love the one line he says is maybe I shouldn't try to find a way back because 
there's nothing waiting for him home. Here, there are people who actually care for him. Although, too fanatically at times for his liking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because he plays a giant skeleton man, he's losing his humanity. He watches a village get slaughtered, and his only reaction is, eh. It isn't until he sees the NPC of a friend who his motive is, it's always the right thing to help people. And he thinks, I'm disgracing my friend's legacy, so I better do the heroic thing. But he does the heroic thing as the final boss would, by using death spells, making zombies out of the fallen people, and just roasting someone alive. Mm. And his reaction is, huh, I should probably feel something about that, but um, skeletons don't have hearts. And it's a very dark at times show. Uh, Ryan didn't get to see some more. I didn't get to see much. No. Uh, <laughs> there's one character who, uh, her name is Clementine, who is basically just your standard serial killer, only with RPG martial arts abilities. Of course. Great. And. She likes to take her time with some of her murders. Lovely. And her weapons are stabbing stilettos, they call them. Like, these just long... They're basically knives, but they're no blade to them. You just stab someone with them, and stab someone with them, and stab someone with them. And apparently in, I think in the books, she knows mid-level healing spells, so she'll heal you a bit. Stab, 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 stab. Wow. Yeah. And, um... She has a very fun and enjoyable death. Okay. Uh, Momoga hugs her to death. Just crushes her. In his bare skeleton arms, she's kicking and screaming, trying to get free, punching and biting his skull. Because he's level 100 and she's equivalent to level 40, she does more damage to herself trying to get free until her spine enters her lungs. Wow. And he just drops her. That's our hero, ladies and gentlemen, how he defeats someone slightly crazier than himself. That, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of tone this show can go with. Mm. And if that immediately makes you go, no thanks, I think I'll go back to uh, the happy-go-lucky energy of, like, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you. This is not for everybody. Yeah. But this show could not be any more tailor-made for my bizarre taste unless, you know, season three opens up with Momonga jumping a giant fighting robot. That is the only <laughs> way this show could be made better for me if we yeah. have, like, some sort of epic mech fight. And that's... Don't get me wrong, I have problems with this series. Sometimes it gets too squeaky for my taste in the terms of... Uh, one of the people we don't know, uh, one of Momoga's friends, was really into bizarre, random fetishes, and he built one of his characters with all of those in mind. And I'm just like, nope, no, 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 I don't care. Yeah. And that's the vampire. That's uh, Shout Your Blood Fallen is a a lolly, necrophilic, masochistic. I can go on. She's yeah. just all of the nopes. Yeah. And. Yeah, if that disgusts you, it disgusts me. But yeah. sometimes you just have to. I enjoy Star Wars, but Jar Jar disgusts me, so I don't let that ruin <laughs> Star Wars for me. Yeah, there are other yeah. reasons I hate Phantom Menace. 
Let's not even start with that. Um, I was just trying to think of a good example of people who yeah. understand. Like, no, I, I know. Um, so yeah, like I was really into the concept of uh, him being stuck in a game, stuck in a game, and and the like finding out why and how that's delved in later. Okay. Like, yeah, because the, the, like from what I saw, the main focus was the world and yeah. the characters. And season one is more about getting his foot in the ground. Yeah. Season two is establishing more of a how his forces are working. Yeah. Season three, I'm hoping, goes into the more of the history of this world and how he got here and why, and whatever it is that forces him every now and then to act more like a final boss. Because when he gets too emotionally worked up. He glows for a second and then immediately returns to being stoic. Hmm. It's when he uh, gets too aroused, he loses arousal by glowing. When he gets too mad and freaks the hell out, basically he's throwing a temper tantrum and something is forcing him to calm down. That's interesting. Yeah, and okay. no idea what that is. It's just okay. like this mysterious force soothes him. Like I don't know, you, someone put the cursor over him on the Sims and typed in a cheat to. <laughs> max out happiness. Yeah. Okay. Only it's okay. max out stoicism. And my what I love about this show is Momonga is he's a clerk or a sales clerk or a accountant of some sort. He's basically mid tier office monkey. Yeah. And now he has to be the big bad boss. Yeah. Several times though, his low level skills as an office monkey have actually been useful to him. Uh, the few times he had to punish lower workers, he remembers to do the whole compliment sandwich. Okay, yeah. and that works. Yeah. Uh, when he has to, when he finds out that he doesn't, when he gets to this world, he realizes I know nothing. But I remember this one time I had to do a trade deal with a company I knew nothing about. But telling them I knew nothing gives them your entire hand. So he knows how to bluff his way into ah yes, that's how that works. I knew all along. Yeah. Yeah. He also knows how to do trading commerce because he's in this new world. He's got all this money from the old world. The coins aren't the same. He realizes if I go around flashing my old money, yeah. that's gonna be weird and it's gonna ruin the economy here. You should probably get some of this world money instead, <laughs> but keep some of mine reserve. Maybe just melt it down for gold is gold. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe like. Maybe I could enjoy this, given like like given some space and trying it again at a later time. Oh yeah. Maybe just it was just the timing didn't work for me. Look, uh, uh, this show was as I'm so giddy about it. I actually am a latecomer to this show. Okay. Uh, one of my friends told me about it. I was like, I'll get around to that. Did you get around to it? No, I was doing other things. Yeah. And when I got into it, uh, yeah, I had to immediately call. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I actually. Uh, when I first tried to watch it, I didn't have uh, Funimation. I just had another website, and it only had the first five episodes. And I thought that was it. And I texted him at Skype, and used that word like, "I need more. Where is it, man? Where is it? Uh, the season's done, but it's not here." If you tried this website, thank you. Yeah, good. I might have gotten fired because of that. <laughs> I just got turned Skype off on my work computer. Oh, probably should have sent O to him. <laughs> uh, he was just exaggerating. He just wanted to, you know. Yeah. Um, prior to starting Overlord, I watched, and and this is something I, I want to address. Um, 
for listeners of Final Form, the shows we're covering aren't the only ones I'm watching right now. Just to clarify, I'm watching a bunch of other shit. He's allowed to do that, <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, so prior to Overlord, I watched uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Death Note in, in, from you know from start to finish. And I'm just about finished One Punch Man now. And I'm really into all of those shows, so maybe it's... The energy from them. Like, this yeah. is a much slower show at times. Yeah, it definitely is. It's slower than Death Note in times. But Death Note is supposed... It's a crime drama. Yeah. When this show has its action, it just basically explodes. Oh, yeah. And it's glorious. There's an entire episode that's pretty much just one fight. That's many people's highlight. Like, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's... It's Momonga versus his most powerful minion. Okay. And they go they, they duel for an entire episode. Nice. And it's not just an outright slobber knocker. It's mostly him playing mind games with her while appearing to be an all-out slobber yeah. knocker. Of course. Yeah. It only works because she went all out. If she had been more tactical and reserved, he'd be fucked. Because she has holy magic. He's undead. Ah, so yeah. So she had, rather than just fire those all at once take her time with them he wouldn't have been able to survive as well yeah but yeah. He, he basically plays the idiot like oh what's that ability do and <laughs> she's more like to show it off of course yeah and I love the reveal at the end of it there spoiler he basically says yeah when your creator made you I watched I know every secret you've got because he was my best friend he told me everything I even helped at times there was nothing you had that would surprise me Victory was mine from the start. Nice. Uh, so the show is very much a power fantasy. Yes. That is... It's really easily, if you uh, if you were a really sad, lonely video game player, to quickly relate to Momonga in the very first episode when he's all by himself. Okay, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, high school me would have greatly been him. Yeah. If we had internet for... MMO was back in, in this town back in that day. Uh, like I say, I heavily play Final Fantasy XIV MMO, and uh, it's almost to the point where, much like him, I've got a lot of my abilities memorized. I don't have my stats memorized. I'm not that crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, if I was plopped into the game, I'm pretty sure I would know the range of my attacks, how useful some would be, the names of most of them, yeah, their yeah. secondary abilities. Uh... I just spent, before coming here, five hours in the crafting system. So, yes. <laughs> I'm heavily entrenched in this, and I've built a lot of things in the virtual setting that if it was taken away from me, I would feel just as depressed as he would be. Yeah, yeah. So, he's really easy to relate to, but he quickly established that he's not just a power fantasy. He's not just the shoes you want to wear. He becomes yeah. his own character by doing things like... Honestly, if I was plopped into his shoes, I don't think I would be as subtle about how much I want to be the Overlord. He doesn't want to be evil. Yeah. He's just... His minions are all demons, and they expect him to be the supreme Overlord. And he's like, shit, why couldn't they have had lesser expect expectations of me? Yeah, exactly. He's got to live up to them. Yeah. I don't think he has to, but his own office monkey lifestyle, having to live up to your expectations that run around you, has forced him to thinking, that's what i got to do. Yeah. Um... Pretty sure I would have invaded that village before even episode one ended. But I uh, I can be kind of megalomaniac. I relate more to villains than I do to heroes oftentimes. Not 
because of anything. It's just looks like the more fun option. Yeah, I mean, you got a point there. I mean, sure, the whole cheering your name and heroism would be nice, but you can also get people to make giant statues of you if you're evil. Yeah, that is true. And um, the statues look infinitely cooler. <laughs> yes, because they are forced to get your best side and only your best side. Like, no one's going to draw me with the actual gut I have. If I'm an overlord, they're going to draw me with this awesome, I don't know, 16-pack? <laughs> and I'll, the statue will probably shoot fire out of its eyes. Yeah, yeah. And um, when when a hero dies, they're usually remembered for a while. When a villain usually dies, there's a lot of cleanup afterwards. So it's a lot harder to forget the evil overworld. But, like, uh, when a villain dies, I mean, I feel like uh, heroes... Okay, for example, if a hero dies, the uh, his surrounding friends and teammates <laughs> would never think of the idea of resurrecting them. Because you're like, no, we no, shouldn't, no. shouldn't delve into those dark areas. Uh, unless it's Dragon Ball Z, you're... you're well, like, right. yeah. Yeah, they usually stay dead. It's usually yeah. by their own willpower or yeah. the universe that whole they come back. I mean... The evil overlord? You're, yeah, if you're a dark enough villain, you're coming back. You're coming back. You either <laughs> made the contingency plan already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your empire will start collapsing without you, so yeah. your most loyal man is yeah. like, we need the emperor back. He'll put everything right back to normal. Yeah. Uh... I don't, I don't know if that does happen. I'm not going to pull a Lord Frieza and go on a villainous rampage for revenge. <laughs> no, I'm going to let's go rebuild my empire first, then have revenge. Villainy has has a more of an insurance aspect to yes. it. <laughs> Plus, you get to wear a lot more black. Yeah, yeah. And black black is, is a is an easier color to pull off than than. Plus, so, it hides stains better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's so many so many plus sides here that. I mean, the only downside is the heat and the sun. But if I'm going full evil overlord, I'm blocking up the sun. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing. And, I'm and, going Mr. Burn to the sun blocker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, and also you generally would have some sort of dark devious layer. Yeah. You wouldn't. Sun's no big deal. You don't have to. Yeah. You, you don't even have to ever interact with that sun. Plus, depending on what kind of overlord you go for, you can really delegate your stuff really easily. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if you're tired of ransacking villages but you still need the money, yeah. just send that one lackey you've got that's really giddy about <laughs> land ransacking. If you don't have one of those, he's probably already dead. Because you're going to have one of those. Starting to consider a career change. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my. Um, but, uh, yeah. This is definitely a lot different than the other shows I think I made you sit through. Uh, more recent shows? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not quite Kiki. It's not quite uh, a Gretzko. No. Uh, <laughs> um definitely more in line with Death Parade in ways. Yeah. Uh, just in, in, Apparently in tone, it, it, I guess. Apparently it gets the faction levels of Gundam Wing eventually. Yeah. So you die to that number. Okay. Okay. But uh, it like in the second season, he deals a lot with the with the kingdom his castle appeared in, but we also deal with their shadowy underworld. Yeah. Who are also part of the elites, who have their own agenda for the king and the princess, and the princess is her own group of factions that follow her, and then there's just the general mercenaries, and then there's, yeah, factions everywhere. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Always with the fucking factions. Um, Look, anime comes in either, <laughs> comes in three flavors. Good, bad, good, bad, anti-hero, clusterfuck. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you, you are correct, actually. That's yeah. right. Um, let's talk about the voice acting here. Oh, uh, yes. I. What's the What's the guy's name? Do you know his name? Oh, or? not off the top of my head. Um, I do know... I, I know if... I know him best from the uh, anime abridging community, if you know him about anime abridges. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I first heard his voice work as Cooler from Cooler's Revenge from the Cooler's Revenge <laughs> abridged movie. He's also Dr. Jiro. Uh, Momonga's voice actor is able to do this really deep, growly, perfectly mm-hmm. overall voice, but when he's internally monologuing, it's a much more nerd-sounding kind of guy. And that's the same guy doing both voices, and a lot of people don't yeah. realize that because they sound so different, and their tones are so different. But uh, like as the evil overlord, he's able to directly tell people to go slaughter, and then the back of his head's like, oh, God, I sound like such a dork. That's so cliche. Why would I say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I, the voice acting was one of the things I really did like um, yeah. in what I saw. There's so much energy in every single character, I find. Even the ones that are supposed to be stoic at all times, yeah. you can still hear in the back of their... that they want to do something. Uh, that does bring up a really tragic moment of Sebus, the head butler. Okay. His voice, English voice actor recently passed away. Oh, really? They replaced him. The replacement, I find, is actually really damn good, but it's a shame because uh, the voice actor for Sebus was Fuhrer King Bradley from Fullmetal Alchemist. Oh, really? So we've lost that wonderful, dark, deep voice oh. who almost always plays either a villain or someone you suspect is a villain. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but uh, while I was watching the uh, commentaries, and I love this show, it's actually one of the few animes I have the DVDs of where the commentary is not the Japanese commentary, it's actually the English commentary. Uh, turns out one of the maids was the teacher, actual school teacher of Momonga. Huh. So now he's now his role in the show is that he, she didn't, she, he, uh, they worked together for a while, and obviously student teacher relationship, and now she's so proud of him because now she, you know he's got the lead in the role. I think this is his first time as lead. He's had like minor roles in a couple things because that is a, too good of a deep voice to not use. Yeah, really though. And this is his first time as lead character and he is just knocking it out of the park and I just oh I used to know his name but uh, it's not coming to me now it'll come to me as soon as the podcast's over of course although hopefully Ryan can interweb it faster than I can uh, well that wasn't actually what I was oh, okay. interwebsing here uh, I just wanted to get this guy's name um, But, uh, yeah, going back on, some of you may be wanting questions about, there are books? Yeah, uh, Overlord is based off a web series in Japan. Uh, the author's name is Sobin? S-O-B-I-N. And he first made a web series, then it got adapted into a bunch of light novels. Uh, what a light novel is, essentially, it's a novel, only slightly less than a novel. It's, not, it's more than a novelette, less than a novel, some people describe it as. The novelettes were the, the light novels were then turned into a manga, and the manga is now an anime series. Uh, for people who are more uh, familiar with modern day anime, light novel almost always equals an anime. There's a lot of anime these days that are just someone on the public, uh, someone in the anime uh, department sees a light novel, and goes, "That's selling pretty well. Let's make an anime of that." 
And some people think that's the height of laziness rather than make original animes. They're just finding as many light novels as they can to ad adapt. Much like how movies seem to be just grabbing whatever novel is relevant. Sorry, I've been trying to find the name of the voice actor who passed away. I was going to yeah. refer to him by name, and uh, I'm having trouble. So that voice actor you were talking about yeah. that did pass away, uh, R.I.P. on yeah, behalf of Final was, Form. That's basically what I was trying to get yeah, to. I think it was like last year he passed away. Yeah, but still, he was. I I think can't think of a role they ever cast him poorly in. And no, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. And of course, well, yeah. like everything else, I can't seem to remember. But he was just. Very like, very commanding voice. So having him and uh, Lamonga's evil overworld voice going mm -hmm. back and forth sometimes, yeah. it's just like, damn, this is like. I feel like I, sh I feel like my chin should just have this beard to the floor by now because it's just that, <laughs> you know, manly, overpowering kind of voice going back and forth. Um, the character Momonga, hmm. uh, between the voice acting and the actual character design the the yeah. the way that they designed the look yeah. like that drew me in and I did I wanted to watch the show entirely for that yeah but I I I have no idea what happened in episodes 4 and 5 because I just could not yeah. pay attention it, it just it was like I've uh that happens to me all the time too like uh I'll be playing a game. I'm really interested in the game story. Really interested in these characters. And then an hour after playing, like I'm like, what the bloody hell did I just do? Why am I fighting this guy? I don't even remember how I got here. Yeah. I remember, you know, traveling here by foot, talking to... And then boss. There was something in between. Yeah. Who did I talk to? Yeah. Why am I doing this? And I'll go and if the game has the ability to go in and check the quest logs. And I'm like, yeah. none of this rings true at all. <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably replay it in like a year or so and go, why did I not remember this is really memorable or it might be once again like I still don't know what I'm doing yeah yeah of course am I the good guy right now <laughs> I seem to be setting fire to a lot of things <laughs> uh, what else do you want to say about Overlord here uh, I, I noticed for, for starters um uh, so you do have the books here. You're not much of a, no, a reader. No, I, I was so into this series, and I found out there was a novelization to it, and I found out these were short novels that were translated in English. I bounced on them. I yeah. bought the first one uh, with Christmas money. Yeah. And it took me... A, a good book like this, on average, would take the average reader, i say, at most two weeks to read. Yeah. And these took me two to three months to read. That okay. just tells you how slow a reader I am. Sometimes yeah. I'll have to reread the same page four or five times. Not because it's not sticking in, it's just because yeah. I'm not understanding it. Yeah. Or my dyslexia kicked in badly and half the words are missing for some god-awful reason. So I'm like, did Momoka actually just say that? No. No, he didn't. Yeah. Oh, he didn't say that either! <laughs> what, did he, what did he say? And there are obviously differences between each uh, adaptation. Like the web series, some people say, oh, it's the original. But I've read a lot of Sobing's posts, and he considers uh, the novelization to be as close to what he wants, but he loves the anime's changes. Uh, the anime has dropped off a couple characters that the books have introduced that I kind of liked. Sometimes they reintroduce them for season two. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, the books introduced a character that's basically a joke NPC that the, the uh, players made of an evil penguin who wants to take over the ca- take over the castle, but he's still <laughs> loyal. Yeah. And all the NPCs treat this as oh that's normal. Good luck taking over the fort, taking over the palace from Lord Romoga. Walk off, and then praise Lord Romoga. You know, wipe his ass. <laughs> he wasn't in the first season, but in season two he shows up because he actually has a few scenes they didn't want to just you know give his role to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in one in book three we get to meet uh, one of the main character, one of the reoccurring NPCs, sister, who is basically every creepy horror movie. Like mother, oh, ever. Okay. Yeah, like her, she's so insane compared to the other NPCs. They need to put her in a separate cabinet in the frozen woods. Lovely. And in order to have a conversation with her, you have to give her a doll of a baby because otherwise she'll think you took her baby. Even her master, who she has to bow down to, her insanity takes over first. And I think her main weapons are like barber knives, like the kind you do for oh, ice yeah, called yeah, shave. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, her, it's described as her skin is basically put on backwards. Like she peeled off her skin, then put it on backwards. And the cat and the cabin she's in is filled with like dolls and hanging bodies. And you're just like, why wasn't this in the anime? And then I stopped and was, oh, sheer amount of night terrors. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And her job for the palace is she's the master of searching. Like she can locate anyone from the palace. So not only is she a creepy killer, she also has insane stalking powers, long distant magical stalking powers. <laughs> and the face Ryan just made is just like that sounds terrifying and like a good movie at the same time. Yep, that that um that sounds scarier than it, <laughs> if you ask me. I feel like I may not sleep tonight based on your descriptions. <laughs> Yeah, look, just just go to the store, buy a baby doll, and if anything oh, creepy Jesus. moves, you just throw the doll at it, and then oh yeah, that'll make that that make. That's all she wants. <laughs> she, she wants. She'll take the doll and run off to a crib and put the doll in a crib and rock the baby to sleep. Mm. You're just <laughs> when someone says that something <laughs> is terrifying, you don't ease their thoughts by saying, "Oh, just keep this baby doll with you in case the lady." With the backwards skin shows up. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I practice evil laughs. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, <laughs> so, season three is coming out pretty soon. July 13th, I think. And I have no no word yet on if it's going to be Simon Dub like season two was. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, Funimation's had to push back like rather than every weekend it's going to be every second weekend now okay yeah mostly due to a few uh, shenagles on Japan's side yeah, and yeah. whatnot. but um, I like the word shenagles thank you it's uh, good. we, we can trademark that yeah <laughs> um, but uh, if you're like me you remember waiting every week or if you remember the Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. uh, drought we had back in the 90s yeah. you can yeah. wait more than a f- two weeks for My Hero Academia yeah yeah so I, I'm fine with that, and I'm hoping that this delay in some episodes will actually improve their quality because they're already like good quality. But if they can like use that additional week to fix a few things here and there, yeah, yeah. animation-wise, or even just refine the scripts, I'm looking forward to that. Like I'm, I'm trying to find all the positives rather than yeah. 
looking at my withdrawal symptoms. You say uh, July thirteenth. I believe July thirteenth is when we're getting okay. season three. So if you if you are a fan of this show and you're you're into this show and you're not invited to my wedding, uh, you can go check out. Um, <laughs> if I feel like it, I might do a live reaction to episode one. I the thing is though, I hate those videos on YouTube of reaction to this because whenever I'm looking for that. I get the reactions yeah. instead. Like, if I want a reaction on YouTube, I would have yeah. typed reaction. Just give me the clip. Yeah. Yeah, James, stop, fuck off with your reaction videos. <laughs> but because I'm, I'm so hyped for this, I might do this. And if I yeah. do this, I might do the same thing for Code Geass, which yeah. also is getting a third season very soon. So nice. this is a good time to be me. I don't know about the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get in two anime seasons. I've always won. Ryan's just getting married. I, I think we know which one of us is winning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I got I got some cool shoes. I got some nice some nice dress shoes. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. I'm, I'm, I, no, I don't. Really, I, uh, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I am excited to get married. But I was talking about the shoes. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I I'm a big fan of the Kingsman series. Mm. So when I went looking for shoes, I like one of the the expressions from that like from the movie is uh, that they always wear Oxfords, not brogues. And I, I got a pair of Oxfords, not brogues. And now I can actually say that. And I oh can God. I'm gonna be quoting Kingsman my, like my entire wedding day, and Charlotte is gonna fucking murder me. <laughs> so very very short honeymoon. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, do I inherit the podcast? <laughs> Or does that go to James? There will there will be Is, is there a lot of session for this? There will be a a reading of the will, uh, and that will also be recorded and uploaded as a podcast. Um, <laughs> and maybe we can uh, monetize that and <laughs> <laughs> Look. get some quick cash out of my death, who knows? Yeah. So Overlord <laughs> Yes. Um I don't. I don't have much to say here. Uh, I, I tried it. Okay. It wasn't for what about me. the character designs? Not just his design. The main character design. What do you think about your other character design? Really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I can't refer to many by name because I don't well, remember no, their names. But, uh, well, who are the two twins? Uh, Aura and Mare. They were cool. They, yeah. They, um, Aura's the girl. Mare's the cross-dressing boy. And I, those two actually have, they're actually really enjoyable when they're ever on screen. I, yeah. Uh, the world didn't do much for me from what I saw, but no, like uh, I didn't see much. So I, I don't know if season two will be better for you. Like okay, but um, there are definitely other isekais, other uh, other worlds, mm. usually based off a of video game out there. Like okay, a lot of people consider this the good sort of online. I personally like sort of online. Okay, that's uh, people stuck in a game. Yeah, in the game. I've heard very, very mixed reviews on Sword Art Online. Well, it's the cool thing to hate. Yeah. It's basically that. There's a, There are problems with it. Like, I do enjoy it. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. put it in my top 15. Yeah. But it's definitely top 20 for me. So it's like the Michael Bay of anime? Um, <laughs> no, because... Because that's more justified. That's more justified. I've never yeah. seen... Like, the problem with it is people consider the main character kind of a... Gary Stu. He can't do no wrong. Mm. And one character goes from being ass kicker to being damsel in distress, but that always pisses me off because yeah. being a damsel in distress will actually be more survivability than just trying to fight your way as soon as you're captured. Yeah. 
Especially considering she's stuck in a game and the guy outside can just pull the plug on her and kill her. Yeah. No, 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 no. Fight back. Fight back. I mean, she does. Yeah. But she waits for the opportunity to fight back. Of course. You know, using her head rather than just everyone saying, oh, you can't be a damsel distressed. Season one, she was so badass. That's another one I'm going to have to watch. I recommend it. Yeah. There's a few I have to watch just just to clarify where I stand on the differing opinions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... I most no one's actually given me a really good solid argument for why they don't like it. They just give me a solid argument why they don't like cliches, and I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. There's a difference between disliking a cliche in a show than disliking the show. Yeah. This one didn't sort of like it doesn't feel like 95 percent cliches. It feels mm-hmm. like 50 50, and what's okay. what's there is there. And yeah. I enjoy it. The animation is good, and the voice acting is good. Yeah. There are cliches that I just like in about it. That's yeah. why it didn't get in my top 15. Probably sits at number 20 exactly. Yeah. But it was still enjoyable, and it's a, like a, it does have a lot of similarities with Overlord, except for Overlord decided to go way darker, yeah. way faster. Yeah. I do think the um, stuck-in-a-video-game genre... Yeah, there's I've, a... I feel like there's probably something in that genre that is what I was looking for with Overlord. Uh, there's another really popular one called, uh, I think, No Game, No Life. I I have that ready to watch. I, I have not actually up. watched that one myself. It's, um, it's like 12 episodes. Yeah, the actual, the funny reason not, the reason why I have never watched it is I've never seen a good image of it. The, the, uh, okay. the coloration always looks like it hurts my eyes. Uh, okay. But I've heard good things about yeah. it, so I'm... It call, it's very, like, neon-looking. Yeah, it's very yeah. neon, and yeah. I tend to watch a lot of things in the, in the dark because I have to uh, be in the dark at work, and yeah, yeah. that can sometimes give me somewhat of a headache. Yeah. That's why I prefer more muted colors at times. Yeah. That's why I like more 90s anime and yeah. uh, Overlord. It's, it can be dark. Yeah, I get um, that. I usually can't even watch my academia until I'm off work and at mm. home where I can sit in the light and watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because if I gotta watch it at like four in the morning at work in the darkness with the only light behind me being the video lotto machines, where it's also bright, bright, bright neon, my eyes start yeah. to go, no, <laughs> no. I uh, heard recently. We can go on some anime tangents oh, here. Yeah, yeah. This we, is this is the anime podcast. Yep. Well, we've already pretty much said our piece about Overlord. Yeah. I highly recommend Ryan Max it. I I don't no I don't uh I wouldn't say I do not recommend it. I, I can't... Oh, I mean, technically I can't recommend it. No, you, 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 you can see why people would like it, but yeah. it's definitely not for you. I wouldn't advise anyone not to watch it. Yeah. It, like... There's very few times I'll say, do not watch something. Yeah. This is not it. Uh, mostly this one I would just give a lot of, like, PG-13. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is not an uh, easy starter. No. But at the same time, you wouldn't start someone off with, say, uh, Stephen King a lot of times. He can be a bit too... Yeah. Yeah. I, I had... Um, this is a non-anime tangent. I had a, a hard time getting into Stephen King. Yeah. Because his books tend to... Like, he tends to go overboard on information starting off the books. Yeah. But I've realized that the key to Stephen King is pushing through the opening and getting to the goods because the... Yeah. Finishing a Stephen King novel is just a very rewarding experience. I can only enjoy Stephen King via movies. Yeah. And the only Stephen King movie I actually like besides uh, the, short, uh, the Shawshank Redemption is uh, the original Shining. Did not care for the more accurate Shining. Shining? The... Yeah. 
That's right. It's Shining. I... Are you talking about it? No, not yet. I what? didn't care for it yet. Did they do another Shining? Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Which way more follows the book? Which a lot of the more memorable moments were actually Kubrick's ideas. Oh. Like the whole picture. Yeah. No, I know. I know that the the original yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, I like that. Uh, that one's a really good movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I could not enjoy. Sh- uh, he did a. It was a Stephen King miniseries. Oh. Shining, and it was, I didn't even know about that. And it was not very good. Yeah. I could not get through it. I loved it so much. I never cared for it in the first place. You can't make clowns scary to me. Okay, uh, John Wayne Gacy would disagree, but that's besides the point. <laughs> no, he just made clowns disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He did not make them scary, he just made me go, yeah, thanks for ruining it, you jackass. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, going back, back to, to our enemy. Uh, uh, what I was going to say is, I heard, and I have not delved into season three yet, but I heard My Hero Academia has had some ins- some absolutely insane episodes lately. It's perfection! Like... Okay, don't spoil anything for me, but how much better than, say, season one, season two is this season? Okay, um... Because I've heard it is just getting phenomenal. Okay, season one, imagine someone brings you a basket of muffins. Yeah, okay. Season two, someone brings you a basket of cupcakes. Okay. Season three, someone brings you a basket of wedding cakes. Oh. Okay, okay. That's basically how I can describe it. And, like, I did find that. I mean, going back to our, our review of that, I did... Like, I watched the first season. It's good. And I was like, no way they can top this. No. And season two, it's like, whoa, they really outdid themselves. Season three has at least, it's not like, I think it's like seven episodes in. It's already had like three break the internet moments. Yeah, I and I I haven't seen any spoilers. I just keep seeing people blowing up about it. Even I blow up about like, I yeah. blow up about two episodes of it. And, oh, God, it's so good. I think I might have to like I'm I'm waiting a little bit. Wait until season three is done. Then was, binge watch season three. I was thinking like um, they're probably going to do the same thing with season three as they did with season two, where it's like two separate arcs. Yeah, there are arc one is almost over. Arc one just ended technically. Is is it over? Yeah. Okay. Well, if the arc is over, then I might dive into it. I was thinking I was like going to just watch the arc. Yeah. and then wait again. It's pretty much over. I uh, the last ep- the next episode is either going to be this. It's either going to technically be the. It's the start of the next arc, but it's yeah. still kind of cleaning up the last one. Okay, yeah. But the most powerful moment that definitively ends an arc is in the last episode. Yeah. All yeah. I can say is United Smash. <laughs> or is it? It's just oh yeah. You get to see All Might at his push to the limit. That's all I'm going to say. Like, he is backed into a corner. Yeah, I... I Like, I haven't heard a single detail. That's, that's all I want to okay, say. Okay, okay. And, and I don't... I, like, if you were not... If you were... You have to tread very carefully around yeah. right now because it's so hype yeah. that it wants to burst out and I'm trying mm-hmm. to hold it back. I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it's too good to spoil. Okay, okay. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I mean, I've got a, I've got a month off from podcasting. I've got time to yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just let me know how you feel about uh, yeah certain things. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, it's basically this arc gives both Midoriya and All Might their biggest damn hero moments. Nice. And both of them broke the internet, in my opinion. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of my hero 
Yes. My Hero One's Justice. Oh, that looks so good. When is, when is that coming out? That's oh, I, f- I was looking at it this morning, but I didn't check for a release date. Uh, but, um, one second, I think I have it. When that comes... Uh, August 23rd, is that right? Yes, that sounds about right. And it was uh, late August. Yeah. So, you plan on uh, getting... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah? Um, okay. Um, right now, I'm tossing up in between. Do I get it for the PS4 or do I get it for the Switch? Mm. I might get PS4 if uh, one Mr. Ryan gets for PS4. Oh, I see. I see him. <laughs> Didn't know my wallet was being put to the test here. Well... If you do, we can definitely, you know, combat mm. each other. But if you're not getting it, I'll probably get it for the Switch and then bring the Switch here. Okay, okay. That sounds more affordable. Yeah, uh, or I might still get it for PS4 <laughs> and we can probably stream us. Yeah. Oh, that's an idea, around. too. That's an idea, too, yeah. Um, uh, um, I do want to uh, have a little Jedi, a little Final Form fight-off where we actually have a knockdown in Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay, yeah, that definitely. Looks, yeah. And I guess the third game that should be mentioned here is the E3 reveal of uh, the Jump Force. Yes. What do you think of that? I don't care. Don't care, really? Because all the trailers show mostly One One Piece stuff, and I don't care for One Piece in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, there, there are other things, yes, but people are more hyped about the One Piece stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, thanks, don't care, bye bye but like there is a lot of potential they, oh, yeah, they yeah. haven't like they haven't shown nearly anything that's going to be in that it's going to be all all shown in yeah i'm hoping for more references to bleach yeah yu-gi-oh yeah. dragon ball z yeah uh, gintama which is a series i am partly into but not fully Ready to get into Gintama. Mm-hmm. Maybe some JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I am not ready to go down that well. <laughs> I am already down enough wells as is. I don't have room. I'm I'm diving down it soon. I'm I I watched the first episode and I realized this is going to be addicting. I need to wait till I have the time to. Everyone I know who watches that show starts with one episode and then comes back to me a little, like a week later with all the JoJo swag. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is this show? What does it do to people? I have heard so much. Yeah. And that's. Um... Uh, there's a joke. Uh, one YouTube channel I follow where they're listing off their favorite anime genres and one of the list of JoJo's bizarre adventures. Like that's a show. To... No, it's a way of life. That's <laughs> yeah. um yeah. That's something else altogether. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's getting extremely popular all over the place. Like, good for it, Yeah. but what is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot, uh, there's so much more we have to talk about. I mean, I'm expecting a new Gundam Breaker very shortly, which if you watch yep. E3, you remember me rambling about that. Yep, yep. Uh, Mr. Mailman should bring that be very soon. Awesome. So uh, I might do a few videos for that for while Ryan is... Uh, Enjoying some sort of sweet moon. Uh, I have a weird way of wording things sometimes. It's just Jeez. my habit. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, something else we're probably going to have to dive into at some point because I realize, like, not all uh, video game franchises work for this, but specifically, I feel like Persona. Oh yes, and perhaps maybe down the road, like Danganronpa. Some some of these series yeah. just work so well as as. Yeah, I mean, uh, I never played Persona Four, but I watched the Persona Four anime, and I loved that. So yeah. I talk about that. I adored Persona Five. I haven't started it. I have it 
on my PS4. Then it must be your significant other I've seen playing it. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Uh, is really, really good. Um, we might get into a couple fist fights depending on who you uh, decide to romance. Okay, okay. But um, I'm not going to say who the best girl is. Okay, okay. That, that's there are still wars <laughs> being fought over best girl. We can we can settle this down in the. I had such a good reference lined up, and I forgot the, you know, like in the like the like the, in like the greaser movies where they go down and in to like the, that pit and they have like drag races. What's the word? Oh, down in the. In, oh God! Now <laughs> and we sound like morons. Um, now we sound like morons. Okay, but. Um, yeah, uh, all I can say right now is uh, I hope everyone's been wishing you uh, good luck with the wedding and whatnot and good times to come. Because uh, jokes aside, this has been a lot of fun and I'm really happy for the two of you. Thank you very much. So I guess this is where we should probably call it a good end for this episode. Yep, and actually let's clue it all together now. Um, I, I'm basically starting my journey into being an overlord uh, one more person to take my last name um, which is the first step right? Yes. You, you, that, that you, technically, you're building an empire <laughs> I'm building an empire one person but <laughs> one, it's still an empire one at a time yeah. uh, <laughs> some people call them families I, I mean I guess that's a word you can use for it but um, dynasty sounds much better dynasty yeah that's a good one starting the dynasty the Taylor <laughs> yeah. dynasty yeah uh, so, I guess that is it for our Overlord episode. Uh, I, for those of you who wanted more of it, eh, it's yeah. just not something we can easily talk about. We're uh, not, we're not going to get into what our next episode will be. No, there because might... Because there's, <laughs> there's a bit of a break between. Yeah, and, and we, we might change our minds, you Yeah, know. we might change our minds. Uh, something else may pull on a Gretzko on us, and one of the mm-hmm. others may, yep. outside this show, maybe yep. force our will. We have some lined up, though, and, uh... uh I, I feel like I feel like because I only got through a couple episodes of this one, we owe it to the listeners. The next episode will be a big staple anime. Yeah, and, okay, yeah, that's, and, good, that's a good idea. One, we, one we both got into very yeah, easily. Yeah, that's what we'll do. What, which, that, that, that seems like a fair trade. Whatever we land on. Oh, fair, because you know what's coming after it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah I have a Joker laugh, too. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, so we might be back in August if I still want to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, he may be tired of me. That look he kind of gave me is like, do I really want to come back? Yeah, looking a little dead in the eyes. Uh, thanks everybody for listening, for um, sharing and and clicking away and <laughs> uh, just listening to us ramble on about anime for the last few months. Um, it's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. I, like I said, I, I might try and do a few things without Ryan. See yep. if you guys keep your keep, keep, keep giving you guys your fix. Yeah, but yep. Uh, we'll see. My life also can be kind of turbulent at times. Of course, especially of course. with um, summer months. My work yep. can be kind of busy, so I may be yep. too exhausted. Uh, I totally just blanked. Uh, uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Later. Thank you.
Hey, Ryan again from Final Form. Completely forgot to uh, say at the end of the episode, you can check out other episodes at www.jedidroppers.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and all that other jazz. We'll see you in August. Like and subscribe. And now for the actual ending of the episode. Later.